wanted to go through an interesting topic today, one that we've all been annoyed by, which is social selling. And so, Quincy, you would have some interesting opinions here. We've all been kind of spammed on social, commented to death, uh, in mail, DMs, whatever it is. I've never been stalked by a salesperson on Instagram. I'm very happy about that. But we've all been uh, sold by people, by B2B salespeople on social networks and just wanted to get get into what is really social selling or like what is the what's the impactful things that people can be doing with social selling. So well, I'm going to let you go first. All right, cool. Yeah, so I think <clears throat> so I want to start this off and say I'm not completely the bad guy, right? Like I don't I, I think that it, it can't have benefits, but like my sort of issue or annoyance, I should say, with social selling is that uh, too much of it today is templatized and it's too um, one-dimensional and one-sided, right? Like, so if we think of traditional sales, like you're supposed to have conversations, you're supposed to be a good listener, right? But in today's world on social media, um, it's kind of like an empty echo chamber, essentially. And I get messages, everybody gets messages, and especially as your seniority rises, so up and comers, like as your seniority rises, the number of messages you get is going to uh, rise as well. Um, but there's no listening, right? There's a script, there's a long thing to fill out, or to read or to comb through. Um, and then the follow up messages, did you see my last message? I'm going to send you this long thing again, and then it's a week later. Did you see my last message? This is yeah. the last time I'm going to contact you with this long script again. And I just and think you're that. like, I hope it is. I hope <laughs> it is. But also the one, the scripted message I love the most these days, and it must be something that uh, LinkedIn email in mail is selling is they're like, I see we have a mutual interest in online marketing and then like online marketing will be capitalized and then it's like i'd love to have a conversation with you because i know you're ceo at compound growth marketing it's just <laughs> ridiculous how like scripted it is yeah yeah and i think i mean uh, i think that that fosters kind of um bad selling habits right like and especially if we think of so what happens when you do get these people on a call? What happens? I've never called anybody back, but I'm thinking what happens if I do call them back and I have some objections or some questions, they're just going to keep reading from the script. Like whatever script is in the playbook from the social selling to, oh, you got them on the phone now. Like, I feel like it's like this cheap novel that they're reading as far as like quick business wins. So that's kind of yeah, like my beef with it. People who are doing this, like continue to shout and sell. Like I, I've never got, I'm like you, I've never gotten on the phone with them, but I would imagine it's not going to be a very interesting conversation. I'm not going to learn anything and they're not going to change my mind because they're not going to listen to me. Exactly. And so I, I'm curious to know kind of like your, um, your view on it, just because again, I am, I, it, it becomes noise. I tune it out, but like yeah. you had some valuable input with regards to like maybe some benefits to it. Yeah, so I, I actually have uh, seen some benefit to it. And I think social selling is something that you really want to leverage uh, the entire sales team, right? That can start driving more top of the funnel the more you get your company to engage on social. It's not necessarily just the CEO or just one person at the company doing it. I think it's most effective 
when it's done by many, but on an individual level, when you're thinking about social selling, I really think about it as like a middle funnel tool. So I pay attention mm -hmm. to the audience who I've already engaged. They already knew who I am and I'm trying to provide interesting and relevant information for them. And sometimes, sometimes, not always, I'm thinking about specific people, specific challenges they might be have as a part, as a strategy to re-engage them. And of course, it might be relevant to more, it will always be relevant to more than just one person. Uh, but oftentimes I am writing with a specific user in mind that has had a challenge and I know I can help. And I see a fair amount of responses from these types of posts uh, from people when I'm, when I'm posting to social, especially people who I've engaged with previously. So I think one of the easiest things marketing can train, uh, work with your sales team to do is connect with everybody who they come into contact with on the sales call because it's just one other channel to get in front of those people and they're not responding to emails. Um, you know, providing useful content on social can be a great way to re-engage people. You never know how people are going to come out of the woodwork and, and re-engage with you. Yeah, I think outside of that, like I feel that like it's it's almost like a passive thing, right? Like as like we've seen videos and you've probably gotten it too, where it comes back up and it's like, um, I saw something you did like three or four weeks ago. Maybe you forgot about a post that you did, but they're like that really resonated and sent me down a rabbit hole. And so I can see how it's beneficial there. Um, but I also want to point out the hilarity that uh, sort of passive, passive social selling, if we're going to coin it a term, right? It's almost like, uh, like if you go religious, a preacher or like a teacher, like where you're like, man, I felt that message was just for me. And it probably yeah. was just for you, right? Yeah. Where like, <laughs> yeah, we've all seen that movie where the, where the, people, I forget one of those, where the, pre, where the preacher gives the message that's specifically targeted at somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think it's a very good take, man. I just think that, I think there has to be a combination. Uh, I think people have to be self-aware enough to know when to pivot. Like, I think that is like the crucial thing. Uh, and to know when to go off of like, I'm, I'm API guy, like I'm all for automation, but there has to be a point to where you go off of automation again, right. based on triggered messages. Um, and as a company, even examine like, um, is this strategy working or do we keep funneling these BDRs into this thing and like yeah. have them do the same thing? So Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't see it as much of a, as a sport, right? I think it would be tougher to be successful uh, with it, with BDRs. I think the AEs are more likely to be successful. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the ways you can arm your AEs is with like, that middle funnel sales enablement type content, especially like case studies that they can speak to, new industry news, uh, updates of what's going on, like give them, give them things to promote on social that could kind of get the interest of their audiences and get them to come back and start talking to them again and uh, you know potentially raise their hands because I think there's a lot of quality leads there. It is a bit of a wave. You need to kind of build it up over time. Uh, it's not going to happen overnight and, and it will start out with a trickle, but over time you can uh, really build up 
uh, a nice rapport with your audience and, and drive a lot of leads that way. I think one of the key things uh, for me is like a lot of organizations may be fearful of what their reps are going to post. And so like they want to have some sort of governance on it too. And that's yeah. where the cadences come in. But there are tools out there. We're not sponsored by any means, but like hearsay. Uh, where they can kind of uh, funnel content in and things like that to where like you are curating what the sales reps are sharing. It's relevant to the industry, but they also come off as like a subject matter expert too, right? So Right. And do those tools, do they kind of give parameters for the salespeople to customize the messaging? They do. And like you can do industry vertical. You can filter on industry verticals. You can filter on like level, like hierarchy levels and things like that too, so. Okay. Yeah, because I think one of the challenges I see with software like that is a lot of times you have those companies, whatever the software is, I don't even know them, um, are sending out content for people to post online. Mm -hmm. They're having people either reshare content that's coming out through their branded platform or they're posting links, which takes over the whole LinkedIn post. And LinkedIn doesn't love that. They want to be the destination. They don't want to be like in the middle of the bow tie where people are coming to LinkedIn and then going off somewhere else like Google is yep. very happy. Um, so, you know, I, I, I have seen some challenges with that type of uh, content, but I, I need to check out Hearsay. Shout out to Hearsay. Yeah, shout out Hearsay. <laughs> Awesome. All right. So, so how's this land? Where, what do you think going forward? What should companies be thinking about? Uh, I think that um, as a further sort of extension, like we, we live in like the RevOps world and stuff like that, but it's a further extension of the marketing sales, like collaboration. Like I feel like social selling, like I feel like you won this conversation because I feel like there are benefits. <laughs> to, there are no winners. To, to social selling, like there's definitely benefit, but I think that um, it could serve as another extension for strategy on the marketing side, right? And like, how can we further integrate with sales and like help drive uh, demand? Um, and like you said, the top of funnel and the middle of funnel. Yeah. And I think what you were talking about earlier, or what we were both thinking about when we think about social selling is just like taking email marketing to another channel. It's like, let's blast email and that's social selling. And I think what we're saying is that's not really the case. The case is like being relevant, using it as like almost a retargeting channel to continue to get in front of people and engage with them and, and build up those relationships. But I think what happens is a lot of people want results overnight and it's just not going to work that way. So, um, all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to this week's uh, Unpopular Opinions with Quincy and John Short from Compound Growth Marketing. Quincy Johnson and John Short from Compound Growth Marketing. We're going to let Quincy play us out, listen to one of his uh, latest tunes. Thank you. Awesome. Wait. <laughs> <laughs>